Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to episode 27 of the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell, and with me today, in a new order, is... Lydia Nicholas. James Ross. Ben Meredith. Bryn Monroe. And who are you playing? 
Uh, the Zorsmith. Sasha Racket. And it's a version of McGuffingham. Hamid Salah Harun Al Tahan. Oh, look at you. Bah! <laughs> I fear change that. <laughs> you should just intimidate it down. Yeah. <laughs> That's me doing an intimidate check against novelty. <laughs> the sands of time. Yeah. No! No! L- luckily. Scare them back upwards through the hourglass. Luckily, you have plus one versus fear. So. Ah, okay. Plus. <laughs> Plus one versus jingoism still yet to, <laughs> still yet to make it way through. Massive penalty <laughs> confronting jingoism as a concept. It's so, not something he's really equipped to deal with. Um, <laughs> obviously, you guys have, quick recap, you are chasing up a bunch of different leads. Yep. Yes. We mentioned them last session. And we are. you've been through Kew Gardens. You headed on to Dover. And basically, a lot of people are getting very annoyed at the cult of Poseidon in Dover. Mm. A lot of people are getting a bit bit shirty with it. In fact, to the point where you find yourselves in a bit of a riot. But it's okay, because Bertie shouted loudest. Yep. So that's that problem solved. How, how, you solve, <laughs> how you solve all arguments is by being as loud and obnoxious and threatening as possible. The squeaky wheel might get the oil, but the screaming wheel gets anything yeah. it wants. <laughs> <laughs> that is the uh, appropriate attitude for the member of the British upper classes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. well role-played. Uh. So, last thing that happened was basically everyone was getting led back out, gently being de-weaponed, etc. And you've been invited to a dinner at the officer's mess by a currently unnamed commander who, who recognised you as the Rangers, London Rangers, we're still we're working, working on a name. Yeah. Okay, so we are on our way, walking through a storm, admittedly, to the officer's mess. Go. I'm pretty impressed to meet you guys. Figured you would impress me if I ever met you, and I have to say I've not been disappointed. All a day's work, I guess, you know? Like, so why were they, like, writing and stuff? It's these storms. They've, uh... Is this not normal weather for us? When was the last time you heard of a storm that lasted almost four days? I grew up underground. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Right, well, I mean, honestly, it's, it's peculiar. Um, as he's walking, by the way, he's leading the way. The uh, naval men of war sort of dealing with the situation. He's striding off. I should give you a physical description whilst we're going. He is of a slight build. He's not a bulky man. Very, very tight in a uniform, like very well fit. A uh, little bit of brocade, but it's more what is required to identify rank rather than the, the kind of Bertie ostentation. He's not a pompous man. No, not at all. Very, very cleanly clipped, like crew cuts, the whole nine yards. Give me a perception check, everyone. Twelve. Nine. Eleven. Twenty-six. Twenty-six. All of you can recognise that he seems to be carrying an unusual sword. Certainly, profession sailor, it's not a normal officer's sword by any stretch. You recognise it as, from the time you spent with Gusset and something, mm-hmm. it's probably an antique, and you suspect it's probably even adamantine. Can I uh, appraise it? Yeah, you can. <laughs> That's not the best role for my appraise, but I suppose we are walking down the street. So In a storm where you can, it keeps occasionally gusting you. 15, I appraise his sword. 15 it is of a significantly higher value than an officer would be able to afford. It would feed a normal family for maybe a year. Golly. It is anomalous for someone in his position to have a weapon like that. It is unusual. Um, it doesn't mean like he's like got a big like magic sword or anything, but it's peculiar. It's a weird fact. Mean he's an ex-adventurer. Exactly. Like so, There's something to it. Um, what species is he? Human. And he appears to be young. Certainly a professional sailor, young for a commander. Mm. Very, very much so. 
and he's working. He's walking very clipped, very strideful, purposeful. He seems. He seems very with it, like very on it, despite the accent. Might he may have not have that in his, his voice, but certainly in his manner, very efficient. I've got to say, on the, it's not often that we have anything like this, and we've been having a lot of the storms recently. But until that, it's been a bit strange. It, it seems. What do you mean, a bit strange? Well, I mean. The weather near the coast is obviously very tempestuous, but I've never known it to be this consistently poor. It seems a bit unusual to me, Commander, that, that, that people would blame the cult of Poseidon. I mean, obviously responsible for the sea and potentially weather conditions, but not, not exactly the god of storms. Well, the problem they've got is that the, uh, the cult got themselves involved a couple of years ago. They uh, decided that what they wanted to do was encourage some positive feeling to the community. And they actually managed to avert more than one for the sake of trade, which of course set precedent. So now every time there's a storm, suddenly whose fault is it? Because they could be stopping it. Not the best political play I've got to say. Well, a lot of people were getting very, very, very upset. And I don't mean in an unjustified way, if I can be frank. There were a lot of people who were losing a lot of money and it wasn't their fault. They were trying to help out the people, but these things happen. How about yourselves? What are you doing in uh, Dover? Just passing through, but held up like anyone about by the storm. Mm. You ought to try the tunnel. Tunnel? Uh, oh, let's... I mean, we could do that now, really, and not bother with dinner or solving the storm. Well, you're not really going to be able to, to tomorrow. Well, they, uh, they only run the service in the morning. It's going to be way too late for the tunnel today. But you ought, you ought to check it out. I don't see this going anytime soon. Yeah, and I do want to pay a visit to the temple. I think that we that mm. might be a good Remember idea. Remember the issues. Oh, yeah. It's all right, I haven't destroyed everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Look at some scrimshaws for a while, sing a few shanties just to get you in the mood, you know. Um, thanks for the... Uh, if we can help, with, you know, do you know, Commander, has the cult tried to do anything about the current storm? Or did, well, are they try, are trying to break the precedent? Or? Well, I mean, um, honestly, I'm no, um, I'm no priest. Uh, oh, here we are. He sort of takes turning, and you're you're effectively entering a naval academy. Big walls, big gates, and he gravel drive, and he leads you off to the left. Large, well lit building, very well maintained. Clearly, it's probably meritocratic funded. A naval academy. It, it takes a lot of like description boxes. He leads you up, and there's a gentleman at the door. Door opens, and the gentleman sort of takes the commander's overcoat and puts it on the side, offers to sort of take your coats and things like that if you want. I look surprisingly dry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to keep mine on. Sure. I'm going to keep my like, leather studded jacket on. Oh, well, if you'll just join me here, we'll get uh, some dinner on the go. And it's just this lot today, Gerald, at which point the man heads off and he, the commander leads you into a little lounge with like upholstered. There's a fire burning, good warm fire. Lots of very dry tactical volumes on the walls. Bertie pops uh, well out of the papoose and lays him down <laughs> next to the fire. I do like to see a man who knows his dogs. Uh, Bruto, uh, this is the commander. Shake, Bruto. Does, does he roll shake? Ha- roll handle animal? Yeah. Roll handle animal. One. <laughs> <laughs> Natural one. So the commander uh, reaches his hand out. Brutor, not aggressively, reaches over, clamps his hand in his mouth and proceeds to... <laughs> and sort of wrestle him left and right, left and right, and shaking him. Yeah. <laughs> the commander's like, oh, oh, oh. Now, now oh, stop, Brutor. Brutor, oh, oh. You, you've, you've demonstrated a surprising oh. aptitude for linguistic misunderstanding. <laughs> I genuinely thought beyond you. <laughs> At which point... 
Uh, the commander manages to get his hand back. Right, is he um, is he going to be safe with the staff and that? Uh, safe, yes. Uh, <laughs> stupid, also yes. Right, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll uh, get some food for me. Someone comes along and basically puts a big bowl of what looks like leftover steak, but by the fireplace and Brutor just... <laughs> just straight in front of the fireplace. The commander sort of sits back, clearly at his ease. You're asking about the storms, the Poseidon lot. I don't know. They refuse. Uh, they refuse this time. It's not my place to ask. It would be very helpful. Be very appreciated. No offence. But nonetheless... Well, as you say, it may, maybe they're trying to break the precedent if it's, you know, if it's been a problem for them. But maybe there's a better way to handle it rather than uh, adversarially. As the commander's talking, he's sort of taking his jacket off, putting his sword on the side. Very, very atty, sort of laying back. Breaks out a cigar box and offers it to you like if you're interested. I slip off the sleeves from my uh, arms. Uh, the mini garment. Put them back on and suddenly I am suitably attired for a casual evening in a gentleman's club. Please tell me smoking jacket. Smoking jacket. Yes! <laughs> uh, I accept a cigar. <laughs> Bertie um, takes a cigar and um, he uh, jams it into the falcon's eye in order to light it and then starts smoking. <laughs> Well, gradually taking off the rest of his armour, and he's now in, um, you know, his appropriate. Oh my goodness! Attire. Bertie's out of his full plate. Bertie's out of his full plate. What does he look like? Bear in mind, it does take about ten minutes because yeah. it's like clink, 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 clink. Those are smaller well, I, would, full plate. <laughs> I would say that if you're getting out of your full plate, a gentleman can come along to help you. A gentleman is coming along to help me. Cool. Clink, 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 clink. Yes. Clink, clink, clink. What do you wear underneath it? This has never come up. Yeah. Mm. Anything at all? <laughs> <laughs> Completely new. I was going to say, well, well appointed for the uh, situation. <laughs> Gentlemen's club, yeah. free as the wind. Smoking a cigar only. Wearing, <laughs> wearing only a wreath of smoke. What are you wearing? Um, I'm wearing entitlement and confidence. That's all a real man needs. <laughs> and I bet he is wearing um, uh, shirt sleeves and trousers and um, he's got sort of a vest top. Sure, sure. Uh, underneath. So actually I appropriate get, gear. Yeah, I, I presume billowy. Gear. I don't know why. Billowy in the sleeves or something. I just always imagine well, He would be having to wear a gambeson. Yeah, yeah. I'm not exactly dressed for dinner, but uh, you know, I'm not wearing full plate armour, which would be more inappropriate. <laughs> trying to sit down in an armchair in full plate. Would be the first time you've been at a formal event or even an informal dinner wearing full plate, though. Yeah, that is true, but I'm taking <laughs> off for this one because it's a, it's, a, it's a military occasion. It's just peculiar to see Bertie at ease finally. Yeah. yeah. He's not, he's not, he's not, he's not, he doesn't mean sleeping in the full plate. We haven't yeah. talked about it while we were uh, in No, flat. because there are mechanical penalties for sleeping in full plate. Ah. <laughs> you get tired. <laughs> Um, he's still got his rapier on him. Okay, sure. Formal. I will accept formal. the cigar and light it with spark. Oh, cool. Because I can do magic. Sasha slumps into the squishiest chair that she's ever known uh, <laughs> in her studded leather jacket, looking like the younger, rebellious child of overly boiling parents. So it's slumped <laughs> with a cigarette. Elbows are higher than her head, she's slumped so deeply in the chair. <laughs> Oh, this is all right. I know. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> you entertained much? She said it was only only us tonight. Usually, I'm here in an official capacity whilst the uh, the ship's in dry dock. There's not a lot I can do. Um, so you guys are just on leave. You're not held up by the storm at all. Oh well, we can't leave, obviously. But it it it's a coincidence. Yeah. There happens to be a massive storm. My ship is in dry dock. I am bored. I am so very bored, and I am not surprised that people are trying to cause trouble. Because they're bored. Because there's a lot of people sat around due to a storm that will not leave. And it's the fourth one this month. We've spent more times with storms than we haven't this month. I do not know what's going on. That, that does seem a, a bit out of the ordinary. Anyone tried asking the uh, meritocracy what's going on? 
I was gonna say I know what it, you know what it's like, but I don't actually know. I mean, have you? Oh, you served. I get the impression you have. I don't know why. Uh, I've I've been on board boats. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've I've also been on board boats. Ultimately, I haven't. <laughs> I mean, in a professional capacity. You'll like it. It's good. Does it move? Yeah. All oh, right. Imagine a carriage. Yeah. Except a lot faster. Right. And full of men. Oh, alright. Sounds brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> In the name. <laughs> but honestly, yeah, it's... I mean, ultimately, it's an inconvenience. We've not lost anyone. There was a... There's been... Obviously, there's a couple of drownings every year. I mean, it's water. What are you going to do? But... Um, <laughs> For yeah, the Meritic- not drowning it. That's my always been my watchword. For the Meritic- Sir Bertrand McGuffigan sees some water. His first thought is, "Oh, better not drown in that." <laughs> I always think it's best to remind myself of that, just in case. You know, your, your first ver- verbalised thought whenever you see water, Bertie, is, is where's the whiskey to go in it? Yes, yes. Even if it is in puddle form. <laughs> oh, we all fit in right here. Everyone will go. I'll go down very well. But um, so, what? 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 What are you? Uh, what are you sailing? What? What are you commanding? What kind of? Oh, it's not big. Um, it's a thirty gunner, but um, she's fast. Probably fastest in this part of the country. I'm not really sailing anything at the moment, am I? Really? I'm just okay. sat here. How quickly can you do the Hellenic run? Well, honestly, she's not um, what she once was. That's why we're in dry dock. I'm basically a babysitter here. <sighs> he looks. Weary, not in a like he's been worked hard. In a he's clearly <laughs> demonstrably not. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's been sat around I, with nothing to do. I, I mean, I don't mean to be rude, Commander, but I, I'm afraid I didn't catch your name. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Barnes, reaches his hands out. Hamitella Hulun Al Faham. It's a mouthful. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> the rest of you, uh, I'm a. Sh- you already mentioned uh, Sebastian. Uh, Zolf Smith. Zolf. Don't worry if you struggle with the pronunciation. <laughs> Zolf Smith. Uh, Sasha Rackett. Sasha Rackett. The T is silent. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, as as you as you <laughs> as you've said that, the uh, doors open and uh, Gerald sort of ushers you through into a, a into a room. It looks like there has been a big dinner, and now they've sort of set a bit like a big long Didn't we table. Did we really have dinner? <laughs> yeah, it's our second dinner today. I'm pretty sure that was dinner. Hey, hey, what does Barnes know? You just I, I, offered to take you for dinner, you said yes. It's a, it's a dunch. We have, we have dunch. <laughs> but they, they've set something up. It's clearly the officers would all be in there at the same time, and they've just rustled you up something extra. Yeah, it's a late supper. Yeah, it's basically a supper. It's, it's the second 11s in, in 24-hour clock. <laughs> 11, 11 p.m. 23rds is... <laughs> so, yeah, sit down, begin eating. It's... It's good fare. It's it's not particularly elaborate or anything. So like these quibbly things that are inside the like the, it's like a dish, but oysters. sort of y- yeah. yeah so what do I do with them? Slurp them out. Slurp what? How, As you're that saying that, the, the the officer sort of yeah. <laughs> slurp them. Right. I eat them daintily with a with the oyster knife. I put so much. Doing in the, it wrong. I see the guy put the spicy sauce in, and I put <laughs> so much in. <laughs> that when I, I, it goes down the wrong way and I start just sneezing spicy sauce everywhere. Oh, and you get oysters, it's going to look like horrible stringy snot oh, coming out of your nose. Spicy no, snot. No, no, it's not snotty, it's just spice. I'm in a lot of pain. While speaking, <laughs> without paying attention, he, he begins pouring water and passing and you a glass. So, <coughs> like, why are you, like, I want to go 
onto me, those eels don't attack you. So, <laughs> so you said you've uh, sailed, what have you been sailing? What? Uh, no, no, it was um, it was a while ago, uh, just here and there, a uh, jobbing sailor, you know, just freelance merchant and that kind of stuff. Nothing military, nothing like that, so just, you know, learn the trade. A lot of non-specific sailing, basically, with no background or suspicion about it at all. That's my understanding, exactly, <laughs> and I see no reason to look into it any well, further. Well, don't get me wrong, we just don't get many dwarves. I mean... Uh, it's not a comment. I mean, you make great sailors. It's just we don't tend to see that many. Well, you know, um, just 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 around. You know, uh, uh, I, I don't know what to say. So, so sorry about my uh, people's lack of uh, seafaring enthusiasm. Oh, no, fair enough. So, what's bringing you anyway to uh, to Dover? You said you were passing through, but well, on the way on the way to Paris. Yeah, like, and then uh, around the world, basically. Potentially. Yeah. Damascus Ooh, and stuff. Big trip. Yeah. Go on a grand tour uh, for the... Uh, looking for adventure. The any right. tour I'm on is a grand tour, of course. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm just... I'm going to go to another country. It's... Uh, uh, yeah, like, uh, it's very exciting. Um, I hear that they don't even have, like, um, Londoners in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> He, he, he seems to smirk and take it just as a perfectly legitimate, interesting comment. It's good to see people, you know, getting from where they started and getting themselves somewhere, you know. Yeah, like... I don't, I don't have time for people who just sort of land themselves in the best positions. You've got to work for what you want, you know? Yeah, like, I, I, hear, there's, I hear there's catacombs. <laughs> there's catacombs there, and they're, like, they're just like, like other London, but with skeletons. It's becoming very clear, by the way, as the conversation goes on, that he's slowly beginning to just tilt the conversation towards Sasha and Zolf and not really bothering with um, Bertie or Hamid. He's not being overtly rude. He's mm. way more subtle than that. But nevertheless, the conversation just slowly, gradually just continues and continues until he's been spending the best part of an hour talking to Sasha about various interesting things in London and keeps going on at Zolf about sailing because he's just... It's very it's obvious. It's of what have you been driving lately? Yeah, 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 yeah. Except yeah. it just he won't he won't let it go. He's not being like obsessive about it, but he knows you've been sailing and you're dodging the question, and he's smart enough to notice and just keeps bringing it up. At the point where Sasha's had a couple of glasses of wine, she will ask about the interesting sword because it is stuff, it is shiny stuff, and she didn't want to ask anything because you know she was nervous. But now she's had three glasses of wine. And it's gone up from a couple to three glasses. But <laughs> <laughs> well, there was one in the interim. Was, yeah. yeah, while she was describing it, she was chugging. <laughs> And so, there was the chaser, which you asked them to whisky up. Yeah, right. so, um, like, that sword, right? It's That looks like a nice piece of work you got there. Like, I've, I've been in the antiques trade uh, in various in various roles. And, uh, yeah, it looks like a nice piece of kit, didn't you? Okay, carry on. <laughs> um, you? I'm actually going to roll not to smirk. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, he gestures you back into the lounge. You've finished the meal anyway. He, he pulls it out and places it on the table and draws it. Yeah. I, I will hang back as we're moving between rooms to just, hopefully without anyone noticing, cast Detect Magic. Go for it. Uh, on anything particular? Well, it gives me, essentially gives me magic. I'm just over curious, I'm just curious. So in in general, the is there anything you're particularly interested in? The sword. In? The sword does not... Um, I'll look at the rest of him and the rest of The sword the well. does not have any magical right. um, properties. However, he's giving off two middling ones. He appears to be wearing some kind of magical item, clothing or something. 
faint conjuration from his torso, probably clothing, something similar, and he's wearing a magical ring of some kind, but it's not formidably powerful. It's a couple of items that you wouldn't yeah. be surprised to see yeah, in that yeah. scenario, but nonetheless, they are magical, but the sword's completely Fair enough. Yep. special materials mm -hmm. only. Um, however, from your check earlier, we'll just say that you clued into it, it's probably old adamantine. You know how way back when Gusset was mentioning the patterning gets more mm -hmm. complex? This one is the most complex thing you've ever seen. It's very, very elaborate. Like the actual blade, it's, it's like fractals and fractals and fractals and very, very elaborate. It's a single blade with a single sharp edge and a pointed edge. And it's similar to a katana, but without the two-handed handle to it. It's Is it like a dueling sword? Yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, it's a dueling sword. Mm -hmm. Actually, I rescued a merchant vessel a long time ago, and the uh, the man who uh, was running it, uh, dealing in old adamantine, he insisted I uh, take that as a, right. as a prize. Wow. It is quite the blade. Do you, uh, do you duel much? Do you fence? I've been known to. I find the bastard sword a very slow weapon. Ah, well, sometimes slow and steady cuts the race to ribbons, then it falls to bits in front of you, and then everyone cheers. Hmm. Quiet. So At which point he um, picks up a poker from the fire, pokes it for a second, and goes, very interesting material. Makes direct eye contact with Bertie and slices the poker clean in two without even so much as a mm. vague effort, and returns it. I find speed tends to be more beneficial in these kinds of things, but of course you'd know, growing up as you did, I presume, Sir Bertrand. Oh yes, of course. I, my experience is wide and diverse, yes. I wonder perhaps, you know, whether you'd be uh, willing to perhaps part with that sword. I find it unlikely that you would be able to offer me a prize that I would accept. Mm. Well, perhaps... Something of a non-monetary value, perhaps, if we were to investigate the matter of the storms with the cult of Poseidon and look into that. Hmm? And what exactly would you lot be able to offer that uh, anyone else couldn't? Well, uh, I, I'm not sure a simple service like that would be uh, worth the price of a sword of that nature, Bertie. He, he sort of places it back on its little stand uh, at the coffee table, gives Sasha a wink and goes, It's almost like some things can't be bought, am I right? Oh yeah, a lot of things. There's oh, there's other ways that you've got to got to get hold of. <laughs> <laughs> if it, I feel like he looks at you and there's a brief. Quizzical thing, like he may have overestimated your ability when it came to the social dance a little bit, and just a sort of. Okay. <laughs> what? So uh, this merchant, he said they dealt in old adamantine. Yes. Where, where are they coming from? Like, where's the center of sort of old adamantine? Like, you know. Well, I mean, uh, ultimately he's a. Uh, his name was Croesus, but he uh, deals around Turkey, that kind of thing. But, I mean, honestly, if you're after some, I wouldn't bother. It's I, I looked into this stuff, but ultimately you're not going to be able to get any. You've got to like, hang around merchants and rescue them, or something like that. Wait until people are in danger, and then resolve matters for them, and be rewarded with a sword. Oh, I'm thinking out loud again, aren't I? <laughs> 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 well, to, to be fair, that's what we do with money, so... Well, anyway, as, as fun as this is, um, you're welcome to uh, stay here tonight. I'm presuming you haven't got anywhere set up if you were hoping to catch the tunnel. Uh, 
Uh, well, we were planning to get a boat, uh, but we were going to find a hotel. But if you, you're happy to host, that would be lovely. Thank you. You're welcome. Most creatures of you, yes. Lots guest rooms. It's the least I can do, obviously. As a reward, again, making direct contact with Bertie, as a reward that is suitable for the level of service that was very graciously rendered. And um, I thank I, him profusely. Yeah. <laughs> He's he certainly seems to be getting on with you better. I, I, yeah, I'm trying to sort of just put a bit of social bufferness between, <laughs> sure, sure. between him and Bertie. And um, I need to pop in at the temple anyway, so I can have an ask as a sympathetic party. Mm, sure, no worries. I find you interesting, Zolf. Something tickles me, and I can't think what it is. It's not me, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Thank you. Anyway, you are. He's a good boss. That's good to know. Oh, what, a, what a weird thing to say. He uh, <laughs> he he stands anyway and goes. Well, I'm. Uh, I have to do my rounds before I sleep. Uh, you're welcome to stay as long as you like. I'll see you in the morning, I guess. Right. He heads out and sort of measures each of you with a glance for a moment, then heads off. An open smile. He um, seems to quite like you. All right. Cheers for the cheers for the the wine and the and the food with all the even if it was. Dangerous food. I don't know how you guys survive on it. It's you usually like, don't put so much spice on it. Try the right. port. It settles the stomach. And right. Closes the door. Right. Well, that was. He was nice, wasn't he? Uh. I liked him. Yeah. I liked his sword as well. Yeah, so do I. Which is sword. still there, by the way. <laughs> I, I look at it. I'm going to go over and go I'm going. I'm, I'm just going to admire and appraise it. I'm gonna, I, I don't even need to know if I need to check. I just want to enjoy appraising it. Sure. Look at this. Look, it's pretty, isn't it? Oh, well, I would with, give with... this on an auction market. <laughs> <laughs> For insurance purposes, of course. Yeah. Give me a roll. Ooh, 18 plus my appraise of 8. Well, I'll it's give you the answer easy. in a couple of minutes. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Test, test. Elias, hopefully if you hear this, it means I've found a way to record those difficult statements I was telling you about. While I hate to speak ill of the dead, the previous archivist left this place in such a dreadful mess, and even an organization with such an unusual focus as the Magnus Institute needs a well-organized archive. As you know, I've been going through trying to digitize and record audio versions, but I've been having trouble with a few of them all. Bizarre statements. There have been sufficient distortions as to make them utterly unintelligible. Thankfully, though, I managed to unearth this old tape recorder from storage, and these cassettes, archaic as they may be, are still better than nothing. So with that in mind, I thought I'd take it for a spin, as it were. I've taken the shortest of the problem statements, and I'm trying it here. Frankly, I wouldn't normally bother with something so fragmented, but it should be fine as a test. Statement of Jacob, no second name given, regarding God knows what. Original statement given July 15th, 2011. Statement begins. It'll get you too. You can stare all you want, make your notes and your inquiries, but all your beholding will come to nothing. When the time arrives and all is darkness and butchery, You'll wish you had stopped listening and run. Statement ends. Yes, well, you see why I wouldn't have otherwise recorded it. Not exactly something for posterity, but nonetheless. Let me know if you are able to hear that correctly, Elias. If so, I think we can begin transcribing the rest of the statement. The Magnus Archives a new weekly horror podcast by Rusty Quill. Coming soon. And welcome back. Hi. So, um, it's probably worth a few grand, certainly. Um, it would be more exact than that. 
How many grams? For 26, you've got to give her a number of grams. Yeah. Come on. Very well. Three Very whole well. grams. <laughs> 2.176 grams. <laughs> I can afford that. 3,120. Oh, that's, that's within our limit. We could, we could all chip yeah, in. Of, of him giving it to us. Yeah. Um, it mainly, there's a, probably a bit of a markup because of the history on it and things like that. Oh, but you can tell from it that it's incredibly well balanced. Yeah. As in, like, it's basically the ideal base weapon before you get into magical. Like, yeah. it's perfect in every sense of the word in design. It is an adamantine dueling sword. Okay. Um, what would that work like? Is do it... you, what knowledge does Bertie have regarding weaponry, specifically? Uh, I mean, if it's... Are you... You're proficient in martial weapons, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay, it's an exotic weapon of which you are familiar but not trained. Uh-huh. It's not as good as a bastard sword. It's not yeah, as okay. good as a bastard sword, but contains lots of benefits for anyone who is very, very dexterous and it lets you do lots of very shiny, flashy, flourishy moves mm-hmm. that aren't just looking good, they're actually mechanically very useful. I am going to take sword, feet into it. Yeah, if you swing it around a bit in slight flourishes, because I have all the dexterity. I, I don't think as a, a bit as well, so I'm backing off. Yeah. Give me a dexterity roll. Uh, sure. Just a dexterity roll. Oh, just in case I zero it. Oh my god. Uh, okay, eleven. So, yes. Yeah. You manage to not slice anyone. You yeah. come perilously close to like yeah. taking the top off a lampshade. Yeah. I really it's, don't it's think we should do that. Maybe you should just put, put it, it back. Yeah, and then I look at Hamid. I swirl it a little bit more, and then I put it back in the thing very carefully and put it exactly where it was. <laughs> I withdraw I a ex- handkerchief from my sleeve and go and just polish it. <laughs> I then, because he's making it more polished than it was, which is suspicious. <laughs> well played. Well well, let's put it this way. If he actually knows how to use it, he's probably formidable with a sword. Uh, yeah, right, well... I, I don't I know guess... about the rest of you, but I'm quite tired. I, I might go to bed. Yeah, I might try some of that port first. Uh, but yeah... Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, let me I'll, 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 I'll teach you. you the technique. I shall as well. Now, here is... This is a course. Now, wait. wait you, uh, sorry, can I show you my technique? I go right. to bed. Pour out a glass and drink it. <laughs> and we can just skip <laughs> yeah. past to the morning. Just let me know one thing. How Hangover bad on? are people go, expecting to be before I uh, ask for fort shaves on hangovers? Sasha has had, like, three glasses of wine and then a couple of ports. Give me a fort save. Yeah. I'm the right side of trashed. <laughs> That's what I'm aiming for. Oh, three, oh, and then no. my fortitude is only two. Excellent. No. Give me a fort save, Zolf. Uh, <laughs> uh, Roll a two, so that's eight. Excellent. Um, Anyone else on the? Uh, I'm, I'm I'm drinking port, but uh, I think Bertie's a tolerance is quite high, and B this is not this is sort of a, this is a polite evening in. This All I'm asking, are you doing an excessive amount for you? Are you keeping up with us? Yeah. No, uh, I, I'm not consuming. Anywho, you all have your own rooms. Mm-hmm. They are not four posters, but as close as you can get before it becomes that. Mm. Very well made, big, well appointed. Again, it's an academy and you're in guest rooms. Any bed designed for a medium-sized creature feels palatial to me. Oh, it's, it's huge. It's huge. Almost problematically so, but not quite. Um, you wake up. Sasha, you feel awful, mm. rancidly terrible. Zolf. Despite your your big blustery, it's fine, I'm a sailor, we know how to do this thing, you feel terrible. I feel terrible. Uh, Bertie, you're fresh as a daisy, Hamid. You wake up and feel itchy. Extremely itchy on your forearms and on your legs. Oh, boy. Um, I 
What? <laughs> um, Scratch, presumably. I mean, that's yeah, there. I mean... Just just letting you know before you pull the covers down, if that's what wakes you up, it's oof. So, have we got an ensuite? Yes. And is there a bathtub? Yes. I shuffle over to the bathtub and cast Conjure Water over my head. Repeatedly. <laughs> just ice cold you know, water. water. I was going to say, that water's not hot. That's fine. Okay. No, no, that's the point. <laughs> okay. Well, you're awake Until now, Until I feel least. a little bit like... I, I mean, I'll probably fish. take a bath as well if I'm itching. As you uh, strip down, you see that you are having a very unhealthy sheen to your skin, which appears to be flaking. Is it a horrible mm. rash? In fact, it seems to be all over. I do. I, I'll, I'll, I'll take a bath and hope it goes away. It stops the itching, but the discoloration's there and still you're peeling. What colour's the discoloration? Mm, metallic. Is <laughs> <laughs> metallic a colour? I mean, that's... And it's a very specific type of metal, I believe, actually. <laughs> so, what do you guys do? You've, you've awoken awful. and uh, yeah, like shuffle down for breakfast. Yeah, I fill the sink with warm water and I dunk my head in it. You feel slightly better. <laughs> that is all I do. Uh, Brutal has been sleeping at Bertie's feet uh, the sure. whole night, and it's been an adorable tableau, particularly because Bertie is having that dream where he's chasing cats. He's just like I love the idea like, that, that Brutal's, Brutal's perfectly still, and it's Bertie. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Brutal is having that, that dream where he wakes up naked, and it's an exam. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh no, wait, I don't use your right. I'm, I'm a dog. But I, I didn't revise! <laughs> ah, because I'm a dog. That's, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my verbal reasoning is surprisingly acute. <laughs> and yet I am a dog. I will move on. Zolf, you open the door to head downstairs. Yes. There are two naval police outside your door. Morning. Uh, morning, sir. Um, we'd greatly appreciate it if you could just uh, stay inside for now. What's going on? Uh, probably nothing to be concerned about, but we'd greatly appreciate it if you could just stay inside for now. Outside our door. Open the door, find out. I open the door. No. With wet hair. No, but uh. you do see down the corridor Zolf having a chat with two very, very burly All right, uh, naval boys. Alright, Sasha. Yeah, so I've got some friends. What's going on? I'm afraid. Bear in mind, just... we, look, yesterday we diffused the riot. So, and, and we are the guests of Commander Barnes. I am aware of that, sir. So if you wouldn't mind, just I'm very why. sorry if you could just. We are free agents. We can leave. Of our, if uh, I, I am. Your all of your friends are perfectly have the run of the place. We're very happy to have them here. If you could just stay inside for a moment, someone will be with you momentarily, sir. What's going on? If you could just stay inside, no, sir. What's going be, on? If you could just stay inside, no, sir. Can I? Could you please explain yourselves? I do not like the tone that's being taken here. I am not. Like, I, I was invited here as a guest. I apologise, sir. We're not trying to take a turn with you. You can just wait inside. We'll please. Uh... No, look. No. I'm going to start to walk out. They reach out and bar your way. Uh, not like not aggressively at all, but it's just very clear. Like two arms come out. I'm afraid if you can just stay, sir. No, look. Explain yourselves immediately. I'm afraid I'm not allowed to do that, sir. I'm under direct orders. If you can just stay inside, sir. Someone be with you momentarily. Right. Duck under their arms. <laughs> Again, they're just reaching out to grab you. Uh, I can I go emerge. for a check if you want. I emerge into the corridor. You come out to, to Zolf yeah. having a spat. What, what, what's going on? I don't know. I'm being kept in my room for no particular reason. And uh, may I remind you, I am a guest here. I'll, I'll get the I'll get the captain, the commander, the the officer oh, man. He'll be he'll be along momentarily, ma'am. Don't worry about it. Come on, Brutal, walk is and Bertie emerges, uh, like toweling himself down, <laughs> uh, uh, dragging Brutal along on uh, an improvised lead made from a uh, dressing gown. <laughs> I'm waiting for you cord. to just go making from every single complimentary item in the hotel room tied together. Yeah, I, but he has some Brutal, tiny shampoo bottles in there. <laughs> Brutal has himself got a tiny papoose carrying complimentary soaps. <laughs> um, 
Come, Pluto, walk easy. Down the corridor, come on. Who's a good boy? Mm-hmm. On, on hearing that Commander Barnes is going to be along soon, it's like, so this is his doing then? I'm afraid it's not going to say so, so I'll be along with you momentarily if you can just wait inside. Well, he's not. He's so not a prisoner. Yeah, just, just you cannot look, look. Just hold him in this room. Go for go for breakfast or something. Let's not make a scene. I, I very much appreciate that, sir. I will have breakfast brought to you. It'll only take a moment, I'm sure, sir. Much appreciated. Don't worry about it. Just keep an ear out. It's best if we don't rock the boat. This will only go worse if we, uh, you know. I stomp off to find the commander. Okay. After about. 15 minutes, you run into the commander. He seems to be heading your way. He's holding a piece of paper and he has two more men in Commander, turn. commander, what is going on? Oh, I'm very sorry. Uh, I uh, just uh, received a bit of a missive. Um, do feel free to help yourself to breakfast. I just no, 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 no. To... I must insist you tell me why Zolf is being confined to his room. This is completely unacceptable. Um, I understand you're upset, um, if you'll bear with me. Uh, I'm afraid that I'm fairly certain that Mr Zolf would rather that I have this conversation with him. Feel free to wait outside, but uh, nonetheless, I feel I have to have this conversation with uh, Mr. Zolf himself. Sasha stayed for five minutes watching the people, and then the, the allure boring. of breakfast, <laughs> which is really posh. Um, oh, it's a posh breakfast. Yeah, with like all these weird fish things in it. I, I go down and I, I have that. Come back with some food. Bear with Zolf. me on that one, and Bertie? Bertie doesn't stick around for any minutes because he's been told things are fine by an authority figure, so he goes down for breakfast. <laughs> Both of you heading into breakfast, it's full of officers, so they have a sort of like a self-service canteen thing set up, and you're welcome to join. They're, they're quite boisterous bit of a boys club so obviously Bertie is totally fine with that he sits down with the officers he brings Bruto up to the table uh, gets some kedgeree scrapes it into a bowl bit of bacon something like that on top of it as well and um, feeds Bruto from the bowl I'm going to fill a plate and then just see how crowded it is and then go and find a quiet room and eat it there it's very easy it's a very large building it's Bit lounge somewhere. You can go into the secondary lounge for the smoking of post cigar C- cigarillos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a third one for cigarettes. And then... Oh, that's second cigarettes. Right. And then there's and afternoon one... tea. And, and the last one for vaping. <laughs> <laughs> so I, anyway. I'm dogging the commander's heels back to the room sure. itself. So Barnes comes down the corridor, still reading the paperwork. He's he's being perfectly civil and polite with yeah, you. Yeah. Ah, uh, Mr. Smith, would you uh, allow me inside? We can just have a quick talk. I apologise for the inconvenience here. Of course, Commander. Very well. do, do you want me to come? He's, he's welcome, to, he's welcome to sit in if you'd like. What's this about first? He hands you a piece of paper. Oh, I'm getting noted. Does it just say, I really like apples? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's welcome to join, obviously, if you'd like <sighs> uh, witness and so on, that's fine. Yeah, sure. Come in. Come in. Fine. Heading inside, the uh, two Navy boys just says, it's fine, you can wait outside. He just closes the door, so it's just Barnes, yourself and Hamid. Yeah, I thought you were asking a lot of questions. I do apologise, um, but I can recognise a uh, Navi when I've seen one. I was declared MIA. Mm. But you're not, are you? You're here. Yes, uh, and if you want to uh, take it up with the Church of Poseidon, uh, I found a different calling. I do apologise, but I'm afraid you're under my jurisdiction currently. Do not get me wrong, this is not bringing me any pleasure, but nonetheless, you are AWOL. And you know you are. All right, what do you intend to do about it? What I have to do is off. I'm afraid that these gentlemen are going to escort you down. You're going to be uh, held in a temporary cell and you'll be taken for a court-martial. Just court-martial me now. I'm not able to give you a court-martial. You have to be court-martial between... Yeah. Uh, actually, look, 
Right. Brass tacks on a mission for the meritocrats. So actually, I think they kind of outrank you. So, Do you have no. pa any paperwork to confirm that? Did we? I don't think we did, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't remember. No, we didn't, because we were supposed to keep it on the download. Yep. Good ones off. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just, right, okay, so fine. Uh, I'll, I'll buy uh, my commission off of myself. Fair enough. Um, if you just, I'm afraid you'll have to wait in the cells. You know how this works, and yeah. then... We so, don't have the time. Well, I'm... I'm very sorry that I'm inconveniencing you, but nonetheless, the case remains that you are AWOL, you are absent without leave, you are... That thus. was six years ago. That's worse, that's not better. <sighs> I don't understand how that's meant to ease the situation. Um, exactly what is his le legal status? Commander, my understanding is that uh, a designation of MIA or uh, AWOL would be cancelled uh, to presume dead within a three-year window. Is that not correct? However, it's very evident, and given the fact that I have made, had to make inquiries over the uh, communications network earlier, that this is nonetheless Solf Smith, that I'm afraid, yes, he would have been declared missing in action, as he says, but nonetheless, he's here standing, and ultimately, I can't let him go on a technicality. I don't know what to tell you. You can. That's usually how people get out of things. <laughs> it, seems to, it seems to me, Commander, that if his legal status is in fact dead, then there is very little that can still be done. The case would already have been closed and sealed. Nonetheless, I don't know what to tell you. No, I'm standing been, in front of a man who has, should has currently this, have no, been ha, serving his... Right, has this been reopened by the larger organisation? Or is this he, you? He hands you, uh, he hands you a piece of paperwork saying, for the man suspected as Zolf Smith, please detain for confirmation and potential court-martial. It's, it's a direct, like, meritocratic order from his superiors. <sighs> don't think I'm getting out of this one. How much is the commission, Zolf, to buy it off? I mean, it's more we've just got to wait for me to be court-martial. I don't care. If Even if he uh, pays his commission, he is going to be looking at a week, wait for someone to come. A week? At least. At least? At no. least. Look, he'll probably avoid the court-martial. He probably won't get deported. He's ultimately, he's got his... Uh, Where are they going to deport me to? Australia. Won't be the first time someone's been deported for being AWOL, but nonetheless, the case remains that I, uh, I can't bend this for you. He'll probably buy his commission. It's fine. Besides, the Poseidon lot do have some pull, but nonetheless, you're not under their jurisdiction here. You wouldn't mind. Look, you got five minutes. This isn't meant as a personal thing, but nonetheless, you will be uh, aching downstairs. <sighs> right. Feel free to pack your things. He heads out. Please. Do you want to grab the others? Okay. And bring it back here quickly. I'll start packing up. Sure. It takes a little bit longer to find Sasha for the simple reason that she's found a little yeah. nook somewhere. Oh, that was lovely. Uh, I ate a lot of herring. <laughs> Kippers. Was it Gerald the... Gerald the Kipper. Gerald the, the butler guy, I mean? I can't remember his name. Was it Clive Gerald? Forgotten. He's called Clive. Okay. Clive Gerald. Clive Gerald. <laughs> it's, a, it's a hyphen name. Yeah. Uh, Clive Gerald uh, finds you. He's an elderly man. And then he proceeds to just sequester loads of the breakfast foods till you have a whole little buffet in this little cubby hole. I'm incredibly happy. <laughs> There's still quite a if lot of fish. If you wrenched away from your fish and, uh, nest. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wrenches me from my fish nest. He okay. takes some time to finally extricate Bertie from the... the... But I, I was busy carousing. <laughs> I'm well, having my breakfast carouse. It's important for the constitution. Well, skip ahead to you are all in Zolf's room. Right, so if they're like, I can bust you out of jail. Uh, not, if, not if jail is Australia. At that, Sasha looks quizzical, Aus thinks, Aus but how far away is Australia? Australia is the biggest jail of all. All oh, right. Yeah, so uh, we might have to cut our trip to the temple short and just 
make a run for the train. Can't you like claim religious freedom and nope. be free to do the religion? Uh, tried that. Right. I have a certain amount of legal knowledge, Mr. Smith, which I would be happy to employ in your service. I would regard myself like as you, you have... one of the finest advocates in this room. <laughs> Right. He's got like ghost lawyers following him. He does. Uh, so I uh, talks it probably too expensive. We really should get make a move if we're going to make a move. Right. All right, out the window. Is there a window? There's a knock, knock, knock. Uh, Mr. Smith, is there a if you're ready. Yes, there is. Okay, cool. I, I'm gonna like grab Zolf, I guess, and climb out onto a ledge on the window if that's the thing. Mr. Smith, give is me just... a perception check. Oh, 16 plus. Uh, every time I need to check it. Why can't I remember this? Eight. Give so, me a um, uh, whatever you were going to say. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, uh, Mr. Smith is uh, is just uh, dressing himself into decency, and it's a essentially it's a bluff check for the guys behind the door. Give me the bluff. Bluff and no modifiers. Oh, uh, ten plus one is eleven. Eleven. You've got one minute. Sorry about this. Opening the do- window and looking outside, you see three men waiting at the base. Oh. He's not an unintelligent man. <laughs> Uh, look around the room for places to hide a dwarf. I don't... <laughs> I'm I, good at hiding stuff. Sasha, I appreciate I don't... Like, look, I could get you. Oh, the, the, the banner... I'm not... Look, over yeah. the bed. I could hide you even, there. Even if we get out, I'm not going anywhere with this, pointing on my peg leg. I'm not... We're not... There's... Are we going to have to... Put you in a drawer. Deal with it another way. We're going to have to deal with it another way. I, I'm not... Well, I'm it's, just, it's just a delay. There's no... There's, you, you, we won't let you get... Sent to Australia. Um, do we have a bag of holding? The only one who knows about it currently is Sasha because yes, she, she never shared them. it with the rest oh, of you. Oh, yeah. yes. Uh, yeah, and you can't put there. something that's alive in a bag of holding. To stop exactly this. Okay. Cool. Fair enough. <laughs> Otherwise you're like, I keep my army in my... You could literally go... <laughs> 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 and it's <laughs> full of squid. Yeah, there's no an octopus. There's no dead squid. squid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's impossible for it I don't there's any oxygen on them. But this is the thing we're suggesting. So there's no way of just like one of us just like breathing into the bag the whole time. I think there's a... Can we hide him in your... I was thinking about the papoose, but it's not a hiding thing. Mr. Zolf. I think, no, I've just... I open the door. I apologise for this. We'll hopefully get it done as just soon as possible. Just stop apologising, for goodness sake. He uh, takes the pack of cards, which he was about to pass to you, puts it back in his pocket and gestures for you to follow the two men. So there are three guards in total? There were three guards down at the outside the window looking yeah. up. And there were two guards who were by the door, and Barnes has been going around with two. So ultimately, there are two who are heading off. Mm-hmm. Barnes, two behind him, and currently in the corridor. And breakfast hall full of officers. people and officers down, down between us. You can down. intimidate them all. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, okay, so um, in terms of the layout of the complex, if we got past this cluster of guards who are immediately here, will we then be more or less... I don't think this is going to be a situation that's possible. I don't know. D- depends. If also, Hamid might well not help. Mm. That's why you but kill act, act. naval officers who are just trying to do their job. I'll, I'll stomp after uh, Barnes. I slip playing cards, which I have pointedly to Zolf. <laughs> Seeing that the other guy like How does one slip something pointedly? I am like, no, <laughs> standing next to him. I'm looking directly in Barnes's face and hand them to Zolf. So it's a small gesture, but Barnes could see that I gave him Everyone give me a perception check. 
Uh, 20. Natural 20. Natural 20. Whoa! Golly, I've got a low one. Unnatural 20. Uh, yeah. Abomination of a 20. Uh, I'm only on 17 Some as well. Some say this 20 was tw- unnatural. 28. So, Total for me. Hamid and Bertie both have natural 20s on this perception roll. But, as but you my are, score is 28 and yours is 19. That is so true. different. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. As you are walking along, Bertie, you notice there's something very strange going on with Hamid. There is something up with him, hidden behind a collar and behind um, cuffs and so on. <laughs> but there is something very off happening with Hamid. 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 Yes? Hamid. Is your body going through some unexpected changes? And we'll close that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, thanks for Next listening. week on a very special episode <laughs> of Rusty Quill. <laughs> Everybody molts. <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> You're not my real dad. <laughs> right, I think we'll close there with, with administrative peril for oh. the first time. Oh. Oh. Bureaucracy. Oh. God, having to deal with the justice system after being serial murderers. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Murdered anyone? The animals that murdered anyone's Bertie. I mean, we've definitely yes. murdered people. <laughs> Maybe in self-defense, we've definitely murdered people. I mean, we brought them back. So much blood. They got better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I suppose actually, yeah, it was the Byron sister. So while while we discuss the nuances of murder, um, we'll be back again next week. And thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by RustyQuill.com and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial International License. Today's episode was recorded and produced by Alexander J. Newell. To comment on episodes, make donations, and view links, images, videos, and show notes, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter at TheRustyQuill. Or email us at mail at RustyQuill.com. Thanks for listening. Recognise you as the Rangers, London Rangers. We're still we're working, working on a name. Yeah. That is our full name, thank you. We've trademarked that. I love the fact that you guys finally have a catchphrase and it's, we're working on a name. <laughs> it's Be- very us. Better than, I need to get a better sign-off. Hey, hey. My sign-off, my sign-off is, is excellent and I, oh, I keep ending it. searing burn. I guess it's over now. Ah. <laughs> All of you are going to have slightly more annoying voices in this edit, and everyone's going to go like, oh, that sounds unpleasant in my ears, apart from Alex's sultry tones. Mm. Sultry tones. So heavy editing <laughs> on your side, Ben. Yeah. How dare you to make Ben's voice sound unsultry. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's a voice that whenever I you think about... You have to play a character with I that voice to, no, I just need to play Peter Serafinowicz. <laughs> whenever I think about your speaking voice, Ben, the only phrase I can imagine it saying is, I've just got out of the shower. (laughs) (laughs) Do me a favour, in that voice, I'm on a horse. I'm on a horse. (laughs) (laughs) I'd buy Old Spice from the I would would buy your aftershave. (laughs) I'm not really selling anything at the moment, am I, really? I'm just sat here. How quickly can you do the Hellenic run? Fast enough. (laughs) No! No! Yes! 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 No! Yes! Star Wars. Kessler run. Less than one parsec. No. (laughs) Give me a roll.
Ooh, 18 plus my produce of 8. Well, I'll is give you the answer in a couple of minutes. Yay. Ooh. Right. Um, we'll be back after this break on this episode of Antiques <laughs> 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 Now, I don't know what to tell you, but this is This Fabergé egg is actually fake. I know you came here thinking it was worth 60 grand. It's actually not worth the cardboard it's on. The granny wheat. <laughs> 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 this is the last time I'll let you eat before I'm, recording. I'm, I'm waiting for the drop. Yeah! Woo! <laughs> I'm swiftly writing up a resignation letter. <laughs> it's flawless. If it, if it's and... Mastercraft, did you show an extra 300 to that price you just quoted? I already did. I don't believe you. Yeah, I got it wrong. I hope I can get by on that one. Yeah, you ain't getting nothing past that. Damn, I really thought I got by. I just, I just stonewall you and Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a woman-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A malibu.com code SUMMER. Save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. Hi everyone, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled Woe period Begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun! And see you later.